0: Come into defeating the curse covering the fourth place nationals fourth place in the nl east uh yours truly said it loud and very clearly this team is in trouble and i, I don't want to get to the beat pittsburgh hashtag beats beat pittsburgh stuff just yet but this team had a lot to prove over the last week week and a half or so with stops in la against the dodgers with a stop in san francisco against the giants and now coming home are uh, then coming home to uh, to meet Arizona, where they dropped two of three. And now they get the Pirates, eking out a win yesterday. And we're a few, uh, few hours here from opening pitch for game two of four in that Pirates series. Uh, you got to think that the MLB schedulers maybe take a look at that schedule and say, hey, there's a chance maybe Caps-Pens is going to happen around the same time. Let's just throw it on there. Or maybe that's just the cursed D.C. sports mentality that I have. But it's a lot of Pittsburgh for us here in D.C., Uh, The last, uh, I don't know, week and a half or so, um, especially with the Caps closing out their first round series. And then, you know, it's not all doom and gloom just yet. That series is tied up at 1-1 with game two coming up in a few hours. And that is not the topic of this podcast. But on the podcast today, Fatty, Reale, Matt, Matt the Met, and Steve. So the full team. When it comes to Nationals coverage here, as far as defeating the curse is concerned, is in the house. I think there are lots of thoughts. There is lots to discuss. Um, And I'm going to go to Steve first. And Steve, you pass as you want. But Steve, this team is in trouble. and, uh, And one Davey Martinez seems to be a little shaky as far as what to do here. Bryce is starting to pout a bit. Uh, Zim, I, I don't think his struggles are specific to his inability.
1: When, when can I cut you off? No, not yet. Because I disagree with. Hunter okay, with fine. That. Then, then you go ahead and take it. But off. Okay. I,
0: well, I wasn't wrong when I said that they were, they were, they would be lucky to get two of three against the Dodgers. They didn't. They dropped two to the Dodgers. They dropped uh, two to the Giants. Oh, although they yeah, did, they, they did hang fifteen on them, and then they went out and dropped what, two of three to the uh, to the Diamondbacks. So they are. Comfortably below five hundred, and I don't care what that the Mets have also been five hundred over the past ten. This is the Nationals we're talking about—a team with high expectations. They're not playing well. Joe, Joe, they're well below five hundred, and they're in fourth place. God, who is fourth to? place. Listen, listen. Okay, I'm the done swimming. I'm, I'm, I'm done swimming word. in Lake Me, Steve. It's all yours now.
1: <laughs> the one wo- if anyone's still listening—the one word you forgot to mention. I'm talking about the fourth-place resurgent Nationals on a two game winning streak, okay? <laughs> two game winning streak. I mean, they're about to blow this place up. And you know what else? You didn't talk about the first place in a tailspin New York Mets. Okay. In a tail I mean, they are, are they're like that Southwest Airlines plane, okay, without the the, the, the crazy pilot who saved the day. Okay. We are resurging. we are surging. We've got two and You're row. only we mentioning the Southwest pilot
0: because you you just love women in authority. And I'm just gonna—I'll just leave it at that. Very simply, I know that's why you brought it up, but this isn't about the Mets. And I did say the Mets are—they're 500 over their last 10. But the Nationals—they can't hit, they can't field, and Davey seems a little lost. What—what what am I missing?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I, apparently nothing. I, I think Steve gave up. Everyone, Go ahead, Fetty. No, no I, I, Fetty I, Fetty I, Fetty I got Fetty it Fetty for Steve. Steve tagged me in. So everyone keeps Nobody talking about harder. like the Mets. And if they're, you know, if they're going to continue at this pace, I don't think the Mets are our biggest worry right now. Like, I think if you look at the Braves and the Phillies, they've got a lot of good young talent. They've both got 16 wins right now. And those guys, the more at-bats they get, you know, th- those teams are just going to improve as the season goes on. So I'm not even that worried about the Mets. We all know the Mets are, like, not going to continue this pace. But the Nats are, I mean, it's, this division's going to be a struggle, like, all season.
0: All right, so Fetty, you're on Team Joe here, right? There's a little bit of panic in your voice. A little. I,
2: I, 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 I'm um, sorry. Somebody,
1: somebody else, give me a, l- a little bit. I mean, Matty. last time we signed off yeah. here, last time we signed off, wait, wait, wait. Trey Turner was a shell of what he is. Now he is on fire, okay? He's batting, you know, 350 over his last seven games. He is completely
0: Where's Zim? Up. Where's Eaton?
1: Zim should go Eden. to the sole line and be... At his restaurant permanently. Okay. I love him. But he
3: makes a mean oyster better than he hits a fastball. Please. All right, up. gentlemen.
4: It's time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
3: time for a voice Please, please end this depression, Maddie.
4: Once again. Okay. And you guys know I'm not the resident Nats fan, but I will bring a semblance of sanity to the conversation. Okay. First of all, you have. Rice Harper, Max Scherzer, and Steven Strasberg. Okay, so you, that is always going to be a saving grace. And, and you also have 162 game season, of which you've only played maybe 30. I don't know exactly the number of games, 28 to 30 games. Okay. Also, gentlemen, Kinsler has been killing. He's been solid. Your problem actually has been the bullpen. The middle of the bullpen has been the Nats' problem. The Nats are winning games. The Nats are putting up. The, now, their offense needs to be better. I agree. They, Bryce Harper needs support. I think moving Harper to the leadoff spot is a smart move. I think basically you're saying, Trey Turner, step it up. Harper's Harper's on-base percentage is 458. 458 guys, he's on base 50% of the time. Okay, if he's if he's not gonna see pitches in the leadoff, if they're gonna put him on first, all of a sudden Trey Turner lays down a bunt. You've got first guys, like what I'm saying is game to game, Davy Martinez is making the right moves. Actually, he's making good baseball moves. The guys in the middle of the pen just haven't executed. Strasburg has been good. Scherzer has been dominant, Harper has been Bonzian. You've heard me use that term before. The Nets don't have much to worry about. And Fendi, let me just slow down the roll on the Braves and the Phillies for a second, okay? The Braves have great young talent, but what we know about young talent when it comes up is it often gets into a slump and long slumps. And so, yeah, because they have 16 wins each, they've been great and they've been surprising. And the Mets are going into a three-game series against the Braves that I'm not excited about at all as a Mets fan. But I will tell you, slow the roll on those two teams, okay? And I'll f-
3: I'll follow up on what Maddie's saying here. And um, yeah, the the Nationals, you can say they're in trouble because they're three games under 500. But um, imagine the the Wizards playing without Beal and Otto Porter no, that's and Marky not fair, Morris. It's not a fair or
0: comparison. Or imagine uh, the Redskins playing without not, a- also not a fair comparison. The no, Nationals it are is. supposed to run it away is. with this division. It and be is. Contending uh, let me tell you why. Let me tell you, why. let me
3: tell you why. Let me tell you why. Um, Adam Eaton ba- balances out that lineup more than you realize. He's, Anthony Rendon... Alive? Where is the guy? A-
0: Anthony, he's, he's not even his jogging.
3: Ankle, his ankle is still hurting. You can't, you
0: can't hurting. pencil him in anymore. He's not
3: present. Okay, but what I'm saying is Anthony Rendon also provides stability. And Daniel Murphy, as great as Harper has been, has been the best hitter on the team for the last two years. So you take any three of a top nine out of the lineup, you're going to struggle to score runs. Eventually, those guys are going to come back the pitching is going to stabilize and you're going to have a dominant team. The key right now is not to fall too far behind in order to stay within distance of the Mets, of the Phillies, of the Braves. And yeah, the Braves don't scare me very much, but a one, two, three of Ozzy Albies, Ronald Acuna, Freddie Freeman is terrifying to think about for even Max, for Strasburg, for any of the top pitchers. That's a really really tough gauntlet of top three to get through okay, so- okay.
1: I I, I, don't, I don't care about the Braves I don't care about the Mets I don't care about the Phillies can I bring a hot take uh, on here okay Freddie, you, you've been watching because you're supposed to be studying for med school but you, I know you're not doing anything listen <laughs> Bryce Harper th- listen for all the Bryce talk Matt you brought up Bryce is it weird that you walk him a lot and somehow he goes cold I mean they the Pirates actually have been pitching to him they only walked him twice uh, in the first two games he went 0 for 3 and 0 for 2 he was in. He was, he was at the plate with runners in scoring position, both times struck out. Bryce, like, is it weird? The Cubs did this a couple of seasons ago with Madden, or maybe it was last season. They did it uh, uh, with him last season. It threw him off, or he was on a tear uh, before the Cubs walked him the, the entire series, basically, for four games. And then he went into mm-hmm. the slump. Why is he so easily able to get into uh, a slump? Because he's being I'll, walked so much.
2: I'll, I'll tell you why. And it has more to do with the guy batting right behind you know, Bryce knows that Zimmerman's struggling right now. And I think that makes him, you know, th- that puts more pressure on him to kind of swing for pitches out of the box to kind of produce something because he knows that, you know, Zimmerman's not been hitting well. and who, who he's not getting Who behind
1: would you bet? How he was betting the last couple of games. Who would you bet behind him? We, I mean, make- that's the
2: tough part right now. That's, that's the tough part with all these injuries. Like, you can bang on Davey for keeping Zim in the fourth spot or keeping him two. But, you know, with all these injuries right now, who do you replace him with? Um, that's, that's the tough part. I really love what they're doing tonight, putting him lead off. I, I think it's really smart. You start off every game with a guy on first base or you force the pitcher to pitch to him if he doesn't want to, you know, start off the game with a, a walk. Um, especially if you got defo or someone fast and the nine spot right in front of Bryce. Um, so I really like what they're doing pitching him lead off. I think it's great. I will. So I will I'll f- add sorry, sorry, Maddie. Go I'll ahead. add to that. Um, I was watching
3: the game yesterday and um, FP Santanzo said something like really, really uh, smart where he, he went first. and said, um, Yeah, I know, um, where he goes, um, You know, Bryce goes through these eight homer streaks in a month. And then he'll get walked for two or three weeks and just, you know, imagine not seeing a pitch in the zone for two to three weeks. You just start start, start to lose, um, you know, your ability to, to, to make contact because you're not seeing any pitches. And so you swing it and you start to expand the zone because you just want to hit and you go into the slump and eventually he'll get it corrected and go on another tear. Um, and it just sort of seems to be the ebb and flow of his seasons. Um, eventually he ends up hitting 300 with 30 bombs and 100 RBIs even though he's actually never had 100 RBIs. Um, but, you know, I think this is just how a season goes. Um, you know, you start hot, you get pitched carefully until there's somebody behind you, like Freddie said, to protect you. And then eventually, um, you know, you start to get that hot streak again because, hey, you know, somebody's there to hit behind you. So um, nope. that's how the season goes, and that's, that's how it's going to go until Murph is back, until Rendon is back, until the lineup is a little bit more balanced.
4: So I didn't watch the game last night, but I could have told you what FP said. Just told you that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's good hitters who don't see pitches they struggle to swing at pitches. Okay, it takes a it takes a bit of a time, and it's not like Harper's not without holes in his swing. Okay, like his swing isn't you know he's got holes in his swing, and so good pitchers. This is the guys. This is Major League Baseball. Good pitchers know how to exploit that. So if they're not gonna pitch, then they're gonna pitch to where he's weak. But yeah, he look the guy makes when he makes contact. He often does it successfully, right? So I think he's up on Bryce. I think he's the least of, of the team's problems. If anything, he's probably one of the three or four shining. But I will say this month of May for the Nats, I know I, I'm the one always kind of, it's early. I think the, Na- the Nats have series after Pittsburgh. They've got Philly, San Diego. San Diego should be fine. Uh, but Arizona, the Yankees, the Dodgers, and then the Braves. I mean, it's a tough month of games. And so... Even though it's still early, you may not be able to win a pennant in May, but you could probably lose a pennant in May. And so, if the Nats don't fix some of their problems now, um, yeah, I could see actually. If we're having this conversation on June first, and the Nats are sitting five to seven games behind 500, if they don't turn it around soon, there, there could, there's there's potential for worry. But I would say
1: ball slow ball false okay listen listen it's weird as a dc fan to be sitting here okay because you know what this feels like it feels like the patriots it feels like the cavaliers everyone including matt demet and it's probably somewhere deep in his soul okay hidden by many many years of uh, name me a Met. I don't know that the guy with Matt the. Matt I, I can't remember his name. Yeah, exactly. The guy who threw the bat at Clemens. Um, <laughs> so it's it's it, it's weird. <laughs> like Hall of Famer with the, favor, like with the with Piazza. That's right. With the Patriots in football, they get off to a slow start. Like that's right. it happened a couple of years with Brady, two and two, one and three. You know they're going to win the division. With the Cavaliers, you know that LeBron was going to win that first round series against the, the Pacers. Deep down in my soul, I know the Nats are going to win this division. It may be close, it may not be close. I know that they're going to win this division, and it it just feels different, as opposed to the stupid Wizards, or the even more stupid Redskins, or whatever. This is what it feels like to be rooting for a dominant team, that you know is going to win this division, and don't remind me of this in three months if they're 15 games back. (laughs) Uh,
0: I will be the first one to remind you, because you can't can't just step all over. I mean, that was a long monologue of basically nothing because if the patriots <laughs> came out and dropped two games to the dolphins, you know, two to the bills and one to the jets in the first month of the season, so what? then then, so they, what? then they couldn't statistically win the division. They would have to be almost unbeatable the rest of the way. They'd have to play almost perfect ball. The, Net, uh, the, yo, the, the yo, Mets right yo, now, no hold on, hold on. The Nationals yo, they have to make up ground you, here.
1: Listen, the first 30 games of a 162 game season is the equivalent of two three games in the Steve, NFL 16 games.
0: Steve eighteen of them are against division rivals. They got they have another in the month of May they play another sixteen divisional rival like game. They have to win these games. I, and, they have and, and to start closing you, this gap.
1: I they'll go ten and six in those games. Mark it down.
0: Well I I, I think you're I think you're being bullish with without re, honestly without any cause because I don't I don't see that's the story I, I don't of my life see I, I understand. I mean and, and you know my hat my tip you know hat tip to you but there's nothing on paper right now, as a Nats fan, whether casual or hardcore, that you look at and you say, "Yeah, you know." I feel like a lot of people are walking around saying, "It can't be worse," and that's kind of scary considering where the, how the team has started. Like it could be worse. Okay, I'm, I'm over. This. I'm
3: over this depression. I'm over this depression, Freddie or Fatty or whatever you want to be called these days. What do you think the Nats need to dunk. do? How, or Doc. I, or, I like Doc. I okay, like doc, d- you know. doc. He's gotta do you
1: earn think? it. He's gotta go through rotations. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what do you think the Nats need to do? How do you think they should line up their pitching? How do you think they should line up their lineup in order to turn this around? Where where are the big hits gonna come from? See,
2: see that's that's the thing. Like I if you've watched this team closely and, and everyone everyone knows there's been a lot of close games, they're not getting blown out in games, they don't need major changes. Um, they, they've already played eight one-run games. Uh, obviously, I mean, before last night, there were one in seven of those games. But still, they're playing in close ga- games. And I actually came across a good piece on SB Nation that I want to bring up to you guys. Uh, yeah. They wrote an article that is titled, The Nationals Have Been Historically Unlucky to Start 2018. And basically, in the article, uh, they go to uh, Baseball Prospectus, which is a great site, And they've got some stat called third order record where basically they look at all the statistics and they give a team wins and losses based on just the statistics, not looking at the the games at all. And according to that, the Nats should have 18 wins.
0: That means nothing to me. Does anyone, Basically, I don't know how they came up with that number. I, like, I'm not even going to pretend to know. I should have earned a million dollars last year based the on larger, the stars. The larger, alone. Point
2: point on. Is, <laughs> the, the larger point is this team has played in a lot of close games. Um, luck hasn't been on their side. And over the course of 162 games a season, that's going to change. Um, so I'm not too worried about this team going forward. Uh, like, it's a pretty. It's a good thing that they've been playing all these close games, um, and as they get guys back, they're going to close out these games. So I don't so, think there's any major changes that need to be done. Maddie, so let, yeah, how, are the, just, let let yeah, well, this, how are the Mets looking? Yeah,
0: is this is the part
4: locate?
2: of this no, is this the part of the podcast where we talk
0: about Matt Harvey and uh, when he's Before. when he's in San Diego taking a private flight to uh, L. A. to party it up and then going back to San Diego to to look like a mess and potentially not be sober. On the
3: Make us feel better about the Nats, Maddie. How, how, how are the Mets looking?
4: <laughs> Why can't I, that guy throw a pitch I, anymore? Segway, before I segue to the Mets, let me just say you will get no sympathy from me regarding the Nationals and their injuries, okay? One of the things we touted talking about the Nats earlier was their depth, okay? So all of a sudden you can't you can't make a claim that, you know, oh, we're injured, we're injured, but we're one of the deepest teams in baseball. It's one or the other, okay? You're either one of the deepest teams in baseball and these guys need to step up or you're injured, and the guys you have just aren't good enough to step up. So I will segue onto the Mets, who just don't let us be
1: hypocrites. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> it's good okay. enough. It's good enough for our president. It's good enough for us. Hey, I'm with you.
4: Okay. So the Mets. All right. Let me just. The Mets obviously have. They've come off their 800, you know, percentage winning, uh, winning record, which obviously we we didn't expect was going to hold up. But I think what we've seen from the Mets is what I would have anticipated to see. First of all. Let me just tell you, DeGrom and Cindergard have been sort of maligned by a bad bullpen. The Mets blew three games in this, in this last road trip that they should have won. And they've also played really good teams. They've played the Cardinals. They've played, uh, they've played mostly teams with winning records other than, the, other than the Padres, of which they finally took two of three. So if you actually put those bullpen stuff aside and some of Familia's issues, um, the Mets are actually looking better than most people. Cabrera is leading the National League in hitting right now. Yohannes Cespedes, for all his struggles, has 25 RBIs already. He's been clutch. I mean, 25 RBIs is second or third in the National League at this point, okay? And like and 76
3: Mets, strikeouts, right?
4: Yeah, he's striking out, but that's baseball today, right? I mean, tell me who isn't either striking out or hitting home runs, right? I mean, that's just the nature of the game that, we, that we're watching today and how it's transitioned. Um, but, you know, I think, I really think Mickey Callaway is doing a great job with the Mets. And what I like is that he's not catering to the, any egos. Harvey's out of the bullpen now. Okay, I mean that's that's you know. Is he going to be? Do you think he'll
0: there. be traded, Matt? Is it realistic to think he'll he'll be somewhere else in the next month?
4: No, I think he's up on a contract either this year or next, and I don't think there's any value in him in the trade market. To be honest with you, unless he proves something out of the bullpen, uh, but I don't think you know. I don't think people want a guy who used to be a frontline starter who's now sort of a back end bullpen. I mean, the Mets hesitated to bring him into a fifteen a fourteen two game on Sunday because they weren't sure that he can throw strikes. So. Um, you know, See, his I, I think health. that's
0: exactly why. I think there's, I think there's teams out there that are looking at him and saying, "Hey, he, he's ten miles off his fastball from two seasons ago or three seasons ago. Maybe he's a project, but maybe you get him away from New York and maybe away from one of these bigger cities. Maybe he can he can find six seven miles an hour again, you know, uh, and, I, and get that speed back up."
4: Let me just put this in perspective for you. Three years ago, the Red Sox offered Mookie Betts for Matt Harvey. Okay, who would tell me the Mets didn't regret that making that move? Okay, Matt Harvey has the potential to be one of the best. I'm not familiar with
3: the Mookie Blaylock. I don't know. Who <laughs> is. Yeah, oh, but three that, years ago, He uh, started the Game Five of the World Series.
4: No, but that's yeah. Remember, and he went eight strong, and then he blew it in the night. His eight, his eight in his eight innings in the Game Five of the World Series was some of the best baseball that I've ever watched. So okay, to bring this yeah. back to me, anyway, bring you this in, back. Are you
1: in the Mets locker room right now? You know it. <laughs> uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of noise. In the- <laughs> Lots
3: of access. Lots of access.
4: Let's, let's
0: pull this back here to the Nationals for a second, because you guys all sound bullish, and I don't mean to be, you know, a, a little bit down here. But you know, this entire the entire NL East in the last in their last ten games individually, each team is five hundred or better, with the exception of one, the Nationals. Uh, all but two teams are above five hundred at home. I mean, way above five hundred at home, and that would be the the Nationals and the Marlins. Like these are not things that you 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 wanted to be saying. Uh, or these these aren't things we were considering two or three weeks ago or at the start of the season. So, you know, I I appreciate the optimism here, but I'm also looking at this schedule and that kind of late. Uh,
2: definitely Zimmerman. You got We got to talk about Zimmerman. Like he's stuck with him in the four spot, um, even with Bryce moving up to one today, hitting lead off. He's put Zim back in the four spot. And I get it that this guy's important to this team. Um, he's going to be important to them going forward. But, but Zimmerman's killing him right now, and he's not getting it together. Um, the question is where you move him. I don't really know where you put him in the order. So my, I got a little, you know, criticism for him in terms of how he's managing Zimmerman. And then, two, we've seen him pull his starting pitchers pretty quickly. Um, and you saw, you know, Gio and, and Tanner make some comments about that. Uh, he kind of played them a little bit longer the last two games, and they've done well. Uh, so... Those are the only two things I would say. He's got to, I think he's got to trust his starting pitching a little bit more. Um, and he's got to figure out how to manage them right now cuz he's not producing and it doesn't look like that's going to change anytime soon. Really, you Stevie, you've been uh, let me go to Stevie first cuz he's been awfully
3: quiet. What are your thoughts? Uh,
1: my thoughts is this is a ridiculous podcast. You know why? For many, many reasons. I won't go through an airing of grievances right now, but I will list one thing. We haven't talked about one person who is the only reason this team is going to win the division is Maxwell Scherzer. Okay. Best pitcher on the planet right is now. Maxwell or okay. he's pitching lights out. It's, it's I don't know. I don't know. Maxwell's a great Maximus, okay. <laughs> <laughs> whatever he's, he's, he's pitching like a gladiator right now. I mean, we have the best pitcher in the world. So right there, I mean, we're going to be fine. It, 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 the way he's pitching has been unreal and we're taking him for granted. We're taking
2: what he's doing I mean, for the Dodgers also have a pretty good pitcher, and look at their record right now. Like, Don't, 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 don't wait, argue what with you me, got, me, okay? I don't what what have you any facts. No, <laughs> I mean, you can only pitch once every five days. Like, All right, let's go around the horn so, here. So I mean,
0: I'm saying panic. Steve is clearly no panic. The doc is saying panic or no panic. Uh,
2: no, I'm not ready to panic. I mean, no. Yeah, Tony Reality, to panic. panic or no panic? Uh no panic. There Matt, is from, nothing to panic about. Matt, yet.
0: looking at the nationals, are you panic or no panic?
4: Cautionary.
0: That's not an option. It's just is one is a one or a zero. Panic or no panic. Uh
4: no, I, I do think I do think the schedule gives them reason to panic if they can't turn things around. Yes.
0: Okay. So so it, we're we're somewhat split here, two to three. Um does anyone look at you know looking at the schedule here, looking a little bit further ahead, Am I wrong to say that that, that, that two-game series hosting the Yankees is a big deal? Does anyone disagree with that? I think that's a big deal.
4: Big deal in, in what
3: regards? I mean, in, in terms of having 30,000 Yankees fans? Uh, I, I don't care so much stadium, about, the about the fans.
0: I, I think it's a, I think it's one of those games where, where Davey, we're going to measure Davey by it. I think if the team comes, if they win both of those games, I think it'll appease a lot of, even though the, it has nothing to do with how the Yankees are playing. It has every, everything to do with the, the culture and just the, the magnitude no. of the opponent.
3: No,
4: no so I care more about the Phillies. No coach and gets the, and the a break
3: third of the season. And Sorry, Maddie. No coach gets a fifth of the season to be judged. It's like 16 games in basketball. It's three games in football. You can't judge a coach by three games, and especially it's his first fifth of the season managing an entire baseball team. It takes time, and he's going to go into it. He's going to be much better down the season, and you much rather him have making mistakes in April than making mistakes in October. So you can't judge a coach, a manager... A leader. All right, all right. By the so first last last question
0: games. here to to close out the show. Uh, we'll go. We'll go. Let's go. Reality first over their next. Let's say five. Do you think they'll go over five hundred? So do, do you have the stup- them hate, going three, or three? I hate
3: the stupid question.
0: Give me give me something three. Will they They're be three and two the or pirates? Better? They're
3: we'll going to sweep, sweep the, the pirates.
0: So they, you got them better than five over the next five. Better than five hundred yes. over the next five or six. Yes. Uh, the doc. Do you have them better than five hundred over the next five or six games? Uh,
2: so we got Rendon coming back. Should be you know, within those five games. So, yes, I'm going to say because of Rendon back in the lineup, uh, Bryce hit and lead off, I think we will be above 500. Uh,
0: I'm going to skip Steve because I'm sure he's got them winning, you know, all the games the rest of the way to to the end of the season. Matt, over the next uh, five, six games, you think they can be better than 500?
4: So your next two series are Pittsburgh and Philly. They're better than both those teams. There's six games left. They go four and two in the six, and then we don't have a conversation next week, and everybody comes off the cliff.
0: All right. Sounds good. Then let's leave it right there. Thank you to the entire DTC Nats team. Appreciate it very much. For Tony Rialli, for The Doc, for Matt The Met, for Steve, my name is Joe. Thank you so much for listening. We are out.